and suddenly. We'll look at our scripture a little bit different today. If we look from Luke 13, excuse me, Luke chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, the scripture says, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory, God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill to men. Peace. Goodwill from men. And Isaiah prophesies in Isaiah 9, 6. And you might remember this from music of some sort. For unto us the child is born. You almost have to say it in the rhythm of the song. For unto us the child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulders. And will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of peace. Jesus is the prince of peace. Could we use a little peace? Last week our message was on hope. Hope and the prophecies of the Old Testament gave hope that the people that were looking for a Messiah. Remember last week we talked about Simeon and we talked about Anna and just think about when Simeon was able to hold up the baby Jesus. The feeling that must have come to him as that hope was realized. When does hope turn into peace? When does hope turn into peace? Let me share a couple of illustrations, but I was thinking, even as I was part of the service, can you imagine that in the nativity, there was Mary and Joseph, and they lied Jesus in a manger. Now, I don't know if you've been around livestock at all. But I can just imagine, I don't know what livestock was in there, hopefully there wasn't a lot, but can you imagine being Joseph there with, we see Joseph sometimes with a staff or something, and you think of the turmoil that's going on, here he is, his wife's having a baby. But while your wife's having a baby and then has the baby, can you imagine trying to keep the animals away and the chaos of their curiosity. Or maybe it was that there was just general peace. Maybe when the shepherds came, they helped out a little bit. But hopefully Joseph put things away, but there could have been turmoil that night, but Jesus was coming, and he brought peace. But when does peace come? When a mother goes through travail of childbirth, after the baby is born, the mother is tired, but there's a peace. There's a comfort. She seems to be refreshed. God designed her body to be refreshed. And, and fellas, as I recall, I was just tired. Mom was tired too, but I didn't get any kick of hormones. I was just tired. But the peace came because the baby had come. The turmoil had come through, and 
We had hoped for a baby, and now there was, and maybe that's the way Mary and Joseph felt as well. But when does the hope turn into peace? Maybe you can't relate to giving childbirth, putting uh, part of childbirth or that turmoil, but you know maybe you can relate to looking for a job or being out of work, and you're hoping your hope is lifted up when you get that that phone call and they want you to come for an interview, and you take the interview and you are hopeful. But when the job offer comes, that hope shifts into peace. And what do you say to people? I got the job. But you have any work yet? But I got the job. They had hoped and hoped and hoped and hoped for the Messiah. And, and as Simeon received the child, held it up, there was a peace. There was a peace. The prince of peace. And we have the hope of an eternity in heaven. The hope of salvation. Because when we accept Jesus' gift of salvation that was made available through his birth, death, his resurrection. We can have that peace. We can have that peace. If we look at Romans 8, 14 to 17. Romans 8, 14 to 17. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you do not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. It's like saying Papa God. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. 15, verse 15. For we did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Some of you might remember when you accepted Jesus as Savior. And the peace that came. No, we're not in heaven yet. We have the hope of heaven. But there's a, a peace that comes. And maybe you've prayed with people around the altar. I've prayed with people and counseled them at the altar. and Or maybe I'm just in supportive prayer while they're praying. And then I sense the peace of the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit has met their need. There's a peace that comes when the Spirit witnesses to our spirit. Because we hope in Christ for the answers. We hope in Christ. But when we accept Jesus into our life, and the Holy Spirit witnesses to us, then it brings that peace. 
See, if your hope is in the festivities of Christmas, you may be let down. If your hope is in family or friends, or maybe getting that Christmas bonus, or maybe you get a certain gift, you may be let down. We place our hope in the wrong places. No, we hope that family and friends and people will come in, but sometimes things happen and cars don't work or we can be disappointed. But if your hope is in Jesus, if you are a child of God, there is peace available. You know, if we seek contentment, Elsewhere, if our hope is elsewhere, there are no promises that are reliable. Think about the people that have won the lottery. If only I could win the lottery. Then all my problems would be solved. If I just had more money or I just had that job. And then they find that Problems are still there. For some, they get together hoping for a better new year. Or they get together and hope their problems will go away. And so they get drunk. They eat the fest they drink the festive drinks. And they find that when they wake up, their problems still exist. They find that they've got a hangover. They find that they might have forgotten what they did last night. But they can't forget the problems that are still there. They didn't go away and now they just have more. Because they put their hope in the wrong things. So put their hope in an escape and we people are searching for a peace. It's the answer to the God-shaped hole. And the answer to the God-shaped hole is... Uh, conversation with Jesus to ask him to forgive and to save us and then we have that peace through the witness of the spirit now some as we have talked you know we've talked about in the past weeks about contentment we've talked about peace we've talked about some of those challenges but if you're one of those, and it's easy to do, that you're always looking for the negative, or looking for it to fail, or looking a way to be the victim, so that you can get the attention, or to maybe even act out, because no, uh, some attention's better than none. Maybe you're looking for others to approve you, and if others approve you, then you will have that peace. But if you're always hoping on the, on the negative to happen, and you're always hoping on the things to break down, and you're always looking to be the victim, where's the hope? Where's the hope in the negative? Where's the peace? 
the negative increase. Hope is in Jesus because he is the prince of peace. We need to lean on Christ. And the peace, see, is not the peace that we want world peace. Well, what does world peace mean? Some, they talk about ceasefires, but there's no peace underneath that. peace that God has is the peace that is from the inside and out and affects our relationships with other people. That's the kind of peace that we seek. But, but if you're focusing not on Christ, that brings contentment on the peace that passes understanding through the witness of the Spirit, but your focus is always away from God, Trying to solve your problems without God. Focus on the negative. It's almost like you're trying to rob yourself of the peace that God has. And maybe that's a natural tendency for some of us. I know I can go that direction myself at times. But maybe we need to ask Christ to renew our mind, to adjust our thinking. So that if we place our hope and our contentment in Him, because He will not disappoint. And there we can have a deep peace. That He can be our anchor that gives us peace in the midst of the storm. First, first of all, we have to accept Jesus as our Savior. We have to ask Jesus as our hope so that we then can accept His peace. As I prayed, and maybe I shared with you, I prayed with the man, and he accepted Jesus. He said, I should have done this a long time ago. He didn't have to wake hours. He said it almost immediately. Because the peace came, the witness of the Spirit. There's a song that I kind of alluded to. We have an anchor that keeps the soul steadfast and sure. See, in the midst of the storm, my, my hope is in the anchor. And because my hope is in the anchor, I can have peace. You know, when you go to the house and there's a storm outside, and you go to that secure place, and you're like, okay, the winds are howling, but this is a... This place is secure. Now, if the place is waving and the walls are shaking, but if you go into a, the castle, as it were, and the storms come, and it's like, nothing can happen here. It brings a peace. It brings a comfort. Children, they run to the bed of their parents. And in the embrace of their parents, they can have peace. And so in the embrace of Jesus, we can have peace. And so at this Christmas time with the world in such a, a crisis, we need to share the peace. We need to have the peace and caution ourselves by not putting too much hope in other things because 
The world will disappoint. Friends will disappoint. Family will disappoint. But Jesus will not. And the fact that we can hope in Him, have the witness of the Holy Spirit, and know that He will not disappoint. He is that Prince of Peace. If everyone possessed the peace that God presents, then we would have peace on earth. So as the angels declared, peace on earth, goodwill towards men, it becomes and starts through a relationship with Jesus. And the core of it is those that are Christians to change the world. Some think we can just educate people and that people are generally good. People are born in sin. Evil reigns unless we have the peace of God. So may you have Jesus' peace. Let's be standing together. Are you at peace with Jesus? Maybe you've accepted Christ, but there's something not right. Are you at peace with Jesus? Does He own your soul? Have you surrendered to Him or... Or maybe you've got a, something, a besetting sin or something that's tripping you up. Or maybe you need to pray that God would make an adjustment. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you. We pray that everyone in the sound of my voice would open their hearts to you if they don't possess the peace of God. Oh, that they might pray to the Lord, forgive me for my sins. They might accept you into their lives. Lord, we pray for the peace that passes understanding. We pray, Father, as Christians, that we might take hold of that peace, that we might not only accept the gift of salvation, but the gift of peace. That our hope would be centered in you and in there that we might find contentment. Lord, it's a struggle. We might need help with the Lord realigning our minds and how we think and how we approach and where we place our hope. Father, refresh us, renew us, and help us to be a shining light on the hill, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.